Hello, this is Christy Ruiz with Cosmic Portal. Are you ready to take the next step? I'm here again with you. This is Christy Ruiz on how I was introduced to UFOs. This was so long ago, so many years ago. My mother was a very special person. She was very, very intuitive. She had experiences every day. And I told her she should write down her experiences because I'm sure she would have had volumes and volumes and volumes. Unfortunately, she never did. And I didn't either. Maybe someday I'll write all those episodes. But... um I remember very clearly, I was 11 years old, and my brother was five, and she told us, she was very religious, very Catholic, and um, very strict to a point, very loving though, and uh, she told us, she says, come into the living room, and this is like seven o'clock at night, and she says, I want you to listen to the show that I'm listening to. And, of course, this was radio, old-time radio, back in the 50s. And so we were sitting there listening, and she was telling us a story. And the story was that there was a DJ from this radio station that was out in Lake Michigan. Now, we're from East Chicago, Indiana, which is the west side of, northwest side of Indiana. You travel about... 10 minutes and you cross the border into Illinois and very close to Chicago. And um, so we were, of course, my dad wasn't around, so we were all alone and with my mom. And we were listening in the radio. It was, you know, she had a dim light on, but it wasn't like bright lights. But we were in the living room and she tells us, don't be afraid. I just want you to listen to see what's going to happen. And so she started to tell us about this man out there. He was on a little boat, fishing boat, and he had, he was doing live radio, play by play. He was doing just like if you're doing a uh, baseball game, he was doing with what he was doing. He was trying to make contact with a UFO. And he was talking about how there had been several different sightings of UFOs over Lake Michigan. And, um, of course, at that time, we didn't know what a UFO was. So my mom was telling us. She said, UFOs are ships. And she was describing what some of them look like because she had seen things in the newspaper. And she used to subscribe to a magazine called Fate Magazine which is a long time old uh, magazine that was very interesting and had a lot of stories about all kinds of things that were paranormal and had things to do with UFOs also. And so she was giving us background information and about why this guy was so interested in, in uh, being able to try and make contact with a UFO. So he was out there and he was looking and waiting to see a light, waiting to see something. And he would say, play by play, you know, I don't know if this is going to happen or not. 
but I'm out here and I'm going to stay out here for quite a few hours to see what happens. And uh, at the same time, he would read some of the stories of things that people had said about UFOs. And he didn't say anything about the abductions or anything that was totally negative about the UFOs. He, didn't, he just said that it was something that he wasn't sure. Uh, he, he did feel that they did exist, but he was not sure if, uh, you know, what kind of aliens they were or, and my mom had said that to us that night. She said, you know, I believe that God made us, created us, and I feel that God created other planets and other galaxies and they were not alone. Now, where she got that concept, I have no idea. <laughs> but it's been going on in our household for years. <laughs> and uh, so my brother and I were just listening intently. This is like, wow, this is so fantastic. This is so cool. <laughs> and uh, we weren't afraid <laughs> at all. And so she, you know, we were listening to the show and he was saying, well, I, you know, there's some vibration here in the water and I can feel that. He said, but I don't see any lights. He said, but that's strange because there's vibration in the water, which is making my little boat kind of sway. He said, but there's no wind. He said, so that's kind of strange. And then he would talk again and go back to some of the stories. And he would say, you know, some of these stories, I don't know if they're true or not because I have not spoken to the witnesses or the eyewitness. And that was uh, talking about the different stories. And he was talking about stories all over the country. He wasn't talking about just Chicago or East Chicago, Indiana. And uh, we were known in that area for our steel mills. And there was very, very heavy pollution in the water. And as we found out later, as we grew up, but at that time, we didn't know too much about that. But there were still, there are still, still are still mills all around Lake Michigan and that part of Lake Michigan. So uh, the steel mills are still there. And um, so he was saying that you know he uh, saw a light, a bright light in the sky after like being out there about an hour. So he said he saw a bright light in the sky, and then the light was coming closer to him. But all he saw was just a light. He didn't say he saw a ship. He didn't say it looked like this, or it was metallic, or shiny, or whatever. He just said it was just the white light. And he uh, was describing how this white light was coming closer and closer to him. And the swaying of the boat stopped. The water got very calm, very calm, and it stopped completely. Uh, then he was talking about how he felt. He felt a vibration, and he felt that vibration going through his whole body. He said it was like an electricity. And he saw this light that was coming closer to him. As it was coming closer, there was a light that started to beam down on the water, upon the water. And so he could see the shine like it was a full moon. You know, you see the, the shining of the moon on the water. Well, that's the way this light was. And as it was going closer to him, he said on the radio, he said, I don't hear any buzzing noises, you know, like when you have a helicopter 
a helicopter or you have a, a plane, a zooming noise or buzzing noise. He said, there's no noise at all out here. It's totally quiet. I don't even hear birds, nothing. He says, and um, he says, and as the light was getting closer to him, he saw it beginning to take form. And he said that he saw uh, it was shiny. It was uh, metallic-like. He said was not, it was not crumpled like a foiled piece of paper, but he said it was smooth and that it was like two plates, one above, one below, put together. And he said that as it came closer, he could see that there was some type of window, but couldn't see any people in it. And then he said he didn't see any writings or anything on the outside of it. And as it came closer, it, he said that it was hovering over his head. And so we were listening, and it was another 30 minutes that he was talking about uh, this UFO, how it was hovering over him. He was said that he felt totally peaceful. There was no fear. Uh, he was amazed that he was impre impressed by it. But he did not feel any fear. And he said that the... The um, the vibration in his body had stopped after a while, after it was floating over his head. And then he said it took off like speed, incredible speed, to the upper and right hand, which is, would have been his north on the, the lake. And he said it took off and it went quickly so quickly that it went from the from the flying saucer that he saw he said it turned back into like the ball of light and disappeared completely he said that he was very impressed and uh, that was exactly what he was expecting to see so he was very happy about that and that he was going to make a report on it and to investigate to see if there were any jets around there at that time or, or whatever. But he was going to investigate to see if anybody else had reported seeing that light. So that was my first induction into UFOs. And it was, like I said, very peaceful, very interesting. Uh, my brother and I were fascinated by it, but we were not scared. We weren't afraid. Um, that could have been because we already had prior conditioning. Um, prior conditioning, I mean, because my mom would put the horror movies on for us when it got close to Halloween. And, of course, we're in the month of October, so, of course, I think about that. <laughs> but I think it was a cursor for what we were going to experience or we were going to see. Because when she did that, you know, we were small, and she would put on Frankenstein, Dracula, the original, original, back in the day when they were still black and white, uh, just like our TVs were at that time. <laughs> and uh, so when she would put those on for us, you know, she'd come into the living room, and she had the popcorn and everything, and it was a lot of fun, you know, and my brother and I would be watching, and you know, and then she'd come into the room, and she'd go, well, why are you crying? My brother and I would be crying, and she said, I thought you might be scared. 
And we said, no, we're crying because they killed the monster. They killed Frankenstein. It wasn't his fault that they pieced him together and that the, you know, the, all the city went against him and, and killed him. And, and so we were crying. We weren't scared. <laughs> we were sad because they killed the monster. And uh, so I think that that was, you know, part of the preliminary stuff uh, to the whole thing about uh, not having so much fear. Uh, part of it was the fact that because we did a lot of praying and we did a lot of that, and uh, my brother as well as we as I was, we were always in church. Uh, and um, so I think that that helped us a lot to give us a very firm foundation and belief system that was very strong. So we felt as though we were protected by God and that uh, it wasn't going to hurt us. And so therefore we didn't think of the monster as something that would have killed us or something that would have hurt us, you know. So, But uh, the same thing goes with the UFOs. The UFOs have never been, like I said, it's been in uh, conversations in our family for years. And um, I never did ask my mom where, you know, what did she, you know, how did she feel about it? But she was all excited about hearing this DJ getting into his boat and going out there and <laughs> making communication contact with the, with the UFO. The only thing the DJ did say about that event was that he did not get any messages or hear any voices. And, of course, nowadays we know that they do not communicate in verbal they communicate through telepathy and um, my family has all been blessed with their intuitive abilities so we communicate with each other through telepathy many times and to this day we still do that um, and again these things are very normal to us they're not unusual and we've seen ghosts since we were born and um and we see dead, dead people, and we can hear voices. Uh, so all these things, I think, were just prepping us for things that we were going to experience in the future and things that we would help others be able to get through their experiences and traumas, because a lot of people are traumatized by these things. And just as uh, my mother did say, that just as there are good aliens... There are bad aliens. Just like there are people that are good people, there are bad people. And so she did believe in that totally. And that is also something I uh, I believe in. And um, thank God I have not run into any of the negative ones. I've been dealing with a lot of the positive ones. I do receive downloads from them. Dreams, information. Um... And my brother does also. And so to this day, my mom has already passed away. But uh, she would uh, receive a lot of dreams and a lot of experiences. Like I said, every day she had a story for us. Something that happened to her. And uh, But uh, that was my introduction to UFOs. And ever since, uh, it's not like a curiosity. It's like, I know they're there. I know that... Um, it's going to be revealed, but there's always that draw 
to learn more, to um, to talk to people. And I'll be doing some interviews more in, in the future with the podcast with some people who have also downloads from the ETs, uh, positive ones. I don't want to do any of the... I do know somebody that does some of the negative ones. But uh, he is a contact for reptilian. Uh, but I'm not going to do that. But uh, I will have, you know, some um, interviews for you uh, soon that you will be able to listen to on the podcast. I thank you for listening. You have been listening to Cosmic Portal. Thank you for listening. And please go to my Patreon page, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-I, Ruiz, R-U-I-Z, so that you might participate and help support your cosmic portal. Thank you. Goodbye.